This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today we're talking with Cheryl Rose, the new Chief Information Security Officer at Catholic Health Initiatives. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your previous roles before joining Catholic Health Initiatives? Absolutely. The majority of my career has been within the security risk and audit space. I spent just over 12 years at First Data. First Data is a large global payment processing organization. Prior to that, I was with PricewaterhouseCoopers and with Wells Fargo. Can you tell us a little bit about the size and scope of Catholic Health Initiatives, please? CHI includes 73 hospitals, operates in 19 states. Uh, its annual operating revenue sits at about $9 billion. We are the third largest faith-based hospital system in the country and have just about, I think it's about 100 facilities, including long-term care, assisted living, and residential communities across the U.S. That's one of the largest challenges that I saw coming in um, is implementing an enterprise-wide security program across such a broad and diverse organization. So why did you decide to take on this newly created position? Well, first and foremost, what a tremendous opportunity. I, I don't think we get a lot of opportunities in our careers to build something from the ground up. Not to say that work wasn't going on in the security space within CHI, but to be able to consolidate it and focus the security strategies at an enterprise level is exciting. Uh, there's a lot of initiatives going on within the healthcare industry, as you know, and CHI takes security very seriously. So there's a significant amount of support for the function. And it gave me a great opportunity personally to move into the healthcare space and bring some of my financial services, security, and risk experience into healthcare. I think uh, finally, one of the reasons is I look at the size and the scope of CHI. It's challenging working in such a huge system spread out across the country. And along with that, of course, comes complications with ensuring patient care and security live together. For example, doctors who bring in iPads or droids, etc., use them, of course, complicate the security landscape. Uh, we need to ensure we have the appropriate security processes implemented and all those kinds of issues and, and whatnot make it an exciting position to take on. Please describe uh, how the organization is revamping its security operations and how you'll work with executives in the various regions to standardize the approach to security. Sure. We've been very, very busy over the past few months. We focused on finalizing our three-year security plan. We've reorganized and centralized the department, and one of the main reasons for that is I wanted folks to focus on functional areas that can go deep into their areas of security expertise. Another thing we did was we uh, renamed the organization. A lot comes with a name. We've titled ourselves Enterprise Information Technology Security Risk and Compliance. Yes, that's quite a lengthy name, but each word in there is, is extremely critical to us, and we feel it's very important. So, for example, we wanted to make sure the word enterprise was in there because we'll be pushing out security policies, standards, technologies, et cetera, that are adopted across the organization. And then risk and compliance was important to have in the name. These words show that we are much more than 
maybe what a stereotypical IT security group can be looked at. I don't want people thinking that we're sitting there generating user IDs all day. Of course, that's a critical core function of ours. But there's much more that we are here to do focusing on IT risk management and compliance from a regulatory perspective. A couple other initiatives, we've started socializing the importance of our role. It's integration with um, several other key national groups within CHI, risk, corporate responsibility, those areas. And then we want to ensure enterprise policies and procedures. So to support that, we are creating uh, what I consider a strong local mechanism within the MBO regions via regional information security officers. So we're currently hiring several folks into these newly approved roles. And these individuals will be supporting the business needs within the various markets, enforcing things, you know, enterprise processes, standardizing delivery of security. They'll also have the ability to drive enterprise security initiatives. So we're seeking to hire some pretty strong security individuals with a variety of skill sets. And then I would mention finally that another thing at more of a high-level perspective that we have done is we have developed a security steering committee. We convened a select group of executives across the system to review security issues and make key decisions. Not only does that ensure the right level of awareness of security, it assists in ensuring we have timely decisions around those initiatives and any gaps we may run across. Will those regional security officers then each serve a group of hospitals in a market then? Yes. We're, we're placing them regionally where it makes sense based on some other initiatives going on, but they will be supporting all the hospitals and, and care units within the region. And then will all your 73 hospitals eventually have a chief information security officer on site or not? No. No, they will support up. So one of the things that we wanted to do is make sure that those regional information security officers were very localized within the region but still reported up to our enterprise security group for overall direction and whatnot. I understand uh, the organization plans to spend about $100 million on security this year. Is that a big increase from previous years, and what are your top priority projects and why? Our security spend is definitely increasing within the coming months. We have several priority projects that we've identified as part of our security strategy that are well underway and receiving funding right now. Many of those large initiatives will be spanning over the next couple of years. Top priority projects are absolutely focused around enterprise-wide security controls, things such as mobile computing, identity and access management, encryption, and business resilience. Uh, We're focused on working closely with our clinical staff to ensure that we implement our strong security processes, but we are also balancing patient care and the concerns that they have as we implement those initiatives. One of the last things I wanted, I mentioned business resilience. As part of our staff realignment that we went through a couple months ago, we have now integrated what we're calling business resilience team into our security organization. It's a great add as there are many cross functions between business resilience and security. And just to be clear, um, many people look at business resilience and, and the familiar disaster recovery, business continuity planning aspects. 
Um, we get a lot of cross-processes between the two groups, so it brings a lot of value to leverage those. Can you describe a little more what you mean by business resilience? That's our new um, terminology for that team, and, and it, it encompasses disaster recovery, business continuity, workforce preparedness, all the functions to make sure that business stays up and running in the event of an issue. Thank you. Um, do you anticipate that all of the 73 hospitals in your organization will apply for High Tech Act electronic health record incentive payments eventually? And what's the status of the EHR rollout at your hospitals now? And how will the implementation of EHRs affect your security strategies? We will be registering for all 73 hospitals to qualify for the stimulus reimbursement. We don't anticipate, however, that we will qualify for the maximum incentive payouts as we'll be in different stages of implementation over the incentive period. Current status of the EHR rollout is that we have selected Meditech and Cerner as our two standards. We've begun the clinical standardization work and we'll start building the system starting in February. That will run through the next 12 to 14 months. We'll start bringing our first wave of hospitals live around the second quarter of 2012 and our implementation timeline runs through 2015 for all of our facilities. The nice thing about developing the security program is that we are absolutely developing our security strategies to align with the implementation of EHR. Finally, what are some of the other goals you have for the year ahead and beyond in your new role as Chief Information Security Officer there? I really want to partner with the executives within the various regions. Instilling security processes into day-to-day activities can at times be challenging, but working with the regions to make them aware of the need and the reasons behind it will help lend support. The more folks have an understanding around our initiatives and why we are doing them, the more successful and seamless the program will be. Well, thanks, Cheryl. We've been talking today with Cheryl Rose of Catholic Health Initiatives. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.HealthCareInfoSecurity.com.